Welcome to Planner Talk Podcast. I am your host, Vienna Ortiz, and this podcast is going to bring you all the planner chat, all the planner community chat, productivity chat, time management, talk with other business owners and community members, as well as mental health, and just anything hot topics or hot takes or controversial takes, all of the above. And so without further ado, let's jump into the episode. So um, before we get started, I want to say thank you guys for being here. Um, I really, really appreciate it. And I would like for each of you to kind of introduce yourself, tell a little bit about you, whatever you want to share, and um, maybe how long you've been planning for. Whoever wants to begin is great. I'm happy to go first. Okay, <laughs> awesome. So um, I'm Gretchen Stretzenberg. Um, my handle on Instagram is The Organized Girl. And I have been planning for a long time. Actually, it started with my mom. Um, I was 12 one summer, <laughs> one summer. <laughs> and, um, I told her I was bored and she's like, what? And I was like, yeah, she said, okay, get some paper. I was like, oh God, what am I doing now? Um, and she said, okay, I want you to write down everything that you'd like to do, regardless of if you have the resources or the money to do it. She says, and then, when you have, you know, opportunities, start taking things off that list and planning them. And I'm like, okay. And I've been making lists ever since. And I haven't been bored since I was 12 years old. <laughs> um, I had started planning, like getting into the professional side of it. So I did a lot of seminars and workshops when um, I started working for the county out here in California. And um so I got into Franklin Covey Planner. My sister was a huge advocate as well, too. So we were buying way too many leather products, um, planners, binders, everything like that. And I really enjoyed, like, I loved the whole having my life together, knowing what was going on. It was very professional. I didn't know anything about happy planners looking. And I thought, good grief, when are they going to grow up, you know? Um, and so it wasn't until I was, oh, Lord. Um, I think I was 38, um, and somebody uh, brought me a uh, passion planner. It was like right, just right after their launch. So it was one of the black ones, and um, it was one of my students. I worked for a nonprofit organization, and she's like, oh, here, I went to a, a, a thing at UCLA, and, you know, they gave away all these planners. And I was like, well, I love planners, so sure. And I was so hooked by their concept, I got into Passion Planner. I became a passion advocate um, or a passion planner ambassador after a while. And um, and then I was introduced to Happy Planner because I started looking at, you know, how people were putting their passion planners together and stuff. And I was like, hmm, that's not bad. I was like, it's not for children. <laughs> I was so judgmental. Um, <laughs> and then I got into Happy Planner. At first, it seemed a little too much for me because of the and that's kind of like you know what I put in my 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 uh, message in the chat but um you know it was a lot of products to buy and stuff and then my cousin was into it and she started explaining to me and now I'm stuck on happy planner but then I'm going back to the passion planner for 2013 2023 well 2013 2023 um but I've just really liked the whole process and the journey and the flexibility and everything and yeah that's kind of my in a nutshell. <laughs> I love that. Thank you for sharing. It's such a great story. Oh, and you said it was your grandma or your mom that put you on? It was my mom. 
Yeah. Oh, so cool. Oh my gosh. She probably is like not even, did you tell her? Do you share yeah. with her everything? And she's, she's a planner too. We love, oh, oh my gosh, my family, we love paper products. After I graduated from school, she would not let me go to Walmart or Staples when it was school time because <laughs> I spent way too much money. Yeah, I see. Oh my gosh. Cool story. Thank you so much for sharing. I'll go next. Um, so my name is Rachel and on Instagram, I am um, create sunny days. And um, so, yeah, I feel like I've always been into planning. I've always been like super organized and I like to joke and say that checklists are my love language. <laughs> and so um, I feel like I've always had a planner, but I think actually really heavily getting into the planner community and playing as we know it today, I think probably around like 2017, 2018, and um, kind of started out like falling down the rabbit hole, you know, like, oh, what is this? Oh, this looks fun. Oh, how pretty, you know, that whole seeing something on Instagram and then just falling down the rabbit hole. Um, uh, I've been really blessed and fortunate to actually uh, make some really amazing connections with people in the planner community. So I'm really grateful for that. It's really great um, friendships. There's just so many really amusing and inspiring people out there, super creative. And um, so it's just been a lot of fun seeing all the different uh, ways that people use their planner and how um, decorative planning has taken off um, in the last few years. And um, I can relate to what you're saying, Gretchen, about <laughs> school supplies. Like I'm a big stationary lover. And um, I think my mom was also um, influential in my life for um, starting into planning. And she has always kind of um, been a memory planner before like anyone knew what memory planning was, so to speak. You know, like she would just keep um, a planner with, you know, everything that kind of like looking back, you know, at her memories of what had happened or what she did or just wanting to recall things. And I thought, oh, that's kind of interesting. And so that was kind of another fun avenue to get into just having a planner to, you know, organize life and then having a planner for memory planning and things that I want to um, keep track of and remember special events. And um, yeah, so I'm really excited to be here and to be on this panel with you ladies. And um, yeah, that's a little about me. It's awesome. Thank you so much for sharing. I just love, you know, how apparently so far moms can be super influential in getting, you know, so love that kind of story so far. Thanks for sharing. Yeah. Hi. <laughs> I'm Tina. And um, I have always loved school supplies. And I think that's where this hobby goes back for everybody. Um, and just always loved paper products and stationery, collected all of that growing up, always loved back to school shopping, was always my favorite, still is. <laughs> and um, then I started planning. I always had like sort of the Filofax, Franklin Covey and all of that um, early on. And then um, around 2014, maybe, I found Erin um, Condren and got my first Erin Condren. And then after that, I went into Happy Planner for a little while. And then I was going back into an Erin Condren, 
when um, I found Go Wild on the Erin Condren website, there was a link for Go Wild and I found the first Go Wild and I found the planner community. And at the time I was not a, I didn't have social media. I was not on Facebook. I was not on Instagram. I was not anywhere. And um, I decided that I wanted to be a part of the planner community, that I was going to go to Go Wild one day. And I was just started following everyone that was tagged and uh, getting inspired by everyone. And then um, in 2018, 2019, I started working on creating the planner wire, which is what I do now. And that's how I'm involved in the community now. <laughs> Yay, love that. Love that so much. Yeah. Erin um, Condren seems to be like also another one that got people kind of into, into this world too, which is cool. Thank you for sharing. The gateway. <laughs> yes, the gateway. There you go. <laughs> Okay. Hi. Um, I'm Chantel, and I'm kind of a new person to the planning community, but not kind of. So um, I tried to get into planning, I want to say, like in 2012, 2013, I had moved into a new area, and I just wanted to like get into planning. I thought it was really, really nice. I've always been in, into um, stationery and, like you said, school supplies. I didn't realize how much till just now. Um, I always loved back to school shopping, not even just when I was growing up, but definitely for my kids. And this is the first year that I didn't really have to do back to school shopping. And I felt kind of sad about it. My son was like, yeah, I don't really need anything. And I'm like, <laughs> like, what am I supposed to do? He needed like two things and my husband to come out the other day to get him. Um, so like that, that's always been my thing. Like I've always been like a pen junkie a notebook junkie like i always have an abundance of those things um the only thing about when i tried to do planning in the beginning was i didn't have any kind of direction i didn't know where to start i didn't know where to go so i was just buying a lot of things and they were just sitting so i had all of these planners i had a lot of happy planners i think i had a couple of Eric Condren planners um, i thought this band was the way to go so i started like stacking up on them that i was like i had a super stash of stickers that i used and nothing i just came across one of my like miniature planners that had nothing in it like it was nothing was so yeah so i had i was just like building up planners and they were just sitting around so i just kind of fell out of it however i'm a meal planner so i plan all the time and I could literally plan meals with my eyes closed. So it was kind of weird that I was struggling with planning myself, but I'm addicted to to-do lists. I can create to-do lists like nobody's business because I really like checking things off and checking things <laughs> yeah. off. Like it just yeah, same. so much joy. Um, and I think um, that's one of the things that really drew me to you, Vienna, because you're like the queen of lists. <laughs> I love it. Um, so yeah, that's my whole planning journey. Um, but this go around, I guess I started getting back into planning. I started doing research maybe about two or three years ago and, um, I got fully into it last year. Like I made the commitment last year to have a plan, have a purpose and to try to find some kind of direction and it's actually working for me. Good. That's so good. Thank you for sharing. That's amazing. Yeah. So welcome to, I mean, you know, you're not new, but like, I'm excited to have you on because you're just like slightly new, I suppose. So <laughs> it's great to have that perspective, you know, in the panel. So thank you for sharing. Um, I love all of your guys' stories. It's everyone is so unique and and it's super cool. And that's what I love about this is like everyone has 
that's a unique perspective and weigh in. Um, and I wanted to like jump into one of the topics that we kind of chatted about in, you know, on Instagram. And one of them was the topic of like consumerism in general in the planner community and maybe what that looks like and how that affects, you know, you guys as consumers. Um, and also the idea of kind of like the buy now culture, I suppose. Um, if there's any thoughts on that, I would love to kind of get that discussion going. Ooh, well, Happy Planner is having their release, pre-release today. <laughs> and the full on is tomorrow. I've already looked and put stuff on my list. However, however, I have, maybe I'm growing up, maybe so, I don't know. Um, but I've decided I'm not going to buy until January. But one thing that like, and, and I'm a talker, so feel free to interrupt me if I keep going on. But um, one thing that I, what I mentioned in my notes and what I have here on my notes as well is like when I first started with the planner community, I was just inspired. I was looking for layouts. I was looking for ideas, what to use with, you know, a passion planner, you have back pages or blank, you know, so what do you do with those and stuff like that? And it was very lovely, you know, and now, and I understand, you know, we are all trying to be entrepreneurs and side hustles and whatever, whatever, but you know, um, it's a little annoying whenever I'm following somebody and the first thing is like, it's ad sponsor or, you know, I just bought this from this person. And it's like, you're feeding and you're triggering, you know, why can't you just, you know, how about this? You know, uh, advertising in the forties the and fifties on television was real slick. You know, they didn't say, you know, maybe at the end they'd say, you know, it's sponsored by Colgate or whatever, whatever, but they have product placement. And so the person's, who were watching it, they were being entertained, but then if they chose to find out where this person got whatever, whatever from, then they could, you know, either look real close into the camera to see, you know, like, what is that, you know, is that Quaker or, you know, whatever, whatever, you know, oatmeal, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, it's, this is just me on my soapbox, but I would rather see inspiration and ideas and you know techniques and tips. I mean, I used to teach planning classes for uh for the organization I used to work for, and I never sold by anybody on anything. The only thing I do, I was influential on people buying passion planners, and I had a deal with passion planner so that either my organization bought them and they were free, or the person could get them for five dollars. You know, I was not in it to make money and I do understand for some people this is about a business and stuff like that but then that's not really being part of the planner community you're actually uh, um, you know you're you're a reseller you're not really part of the community in my opinion you know it's 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 very inspiring to see so many women especially in the community that are managing households off of the income that they're making in this organization that they're building and stuff like that but then just be that don't be split or have two entities it's very deafening sometimes to me because as a as a planner you know i i don't know how many thousands of dollars i've spent and i'm being realistic in being a planner since i was in my early 20s okay that's when i started purchasing hardcore because franklin Covey ain't cheap okay right. all right you know i mean i have four leather um binders from them and a case okay that was at least eight hundred dollars back then in 90 99 98 you know 
So it wasn't cheap, but they were very clear in what's going on, you know, and stuff like that. So it's, you know, I would really, I think, you know, instead of blaming the persons who are doing it, do what you want to do and stuff like that. But I think if this is something that we see as part of the planner community, then, um, you know, come up with other things, you know, instead of, you know, instead of pointing the finger or, you know, judging other people or telling them they're rotten because they're trying to get money from other people to buy their products or buy their stickers or whatever, whatever, then, you know, as the expression goes, be the change you want to, you be the change you want to see, you know, um, start doing more sharing ideas. Yeah, go ahead and tag whoever's product you're using because, you know, it's like product placement in those old 1950s shows. However, don't make it an ad. Really be influential. Really be uh, inspirational and giving tips like you, Vienna. I, I, that's why I started following you because you had like tips, you know, how to use lists and how to do this and how to do that. And I can tell you were a business, but you weren't being all like two-faced in my opinion, mm. where it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, and by the way, I have this product and, you know, like really building up the hype and scaring the poop out of people that they don't buy it right away. Life, as you know, it will end. <laughs> so. <laughs> it's just, it's so annoying. I agree. Yeah. I completely agree. Um, I've, no, I've noticed that I've been pulling away from people who like they're just hardcore selling um, because then it's like, where is the planner information? Where's any, like, I don't even know that you're even using this product. You're just mm -hmm. pushing it. Like, I don't mm -hmm. even know. I don't, I don't see it. Like I follow someone and like, I don't want to call out any names or anything, but I follow someone who um, I see why people buy a certain product because she literally uses this every single day and she's showing how she's using it every single day. And the funny part is she uses it the same exact way every single day, but she uses it every day. And she's mm -hmm. posting her videos every day of each day. She's using the same thing and people love it. People I love bet it. I know who you're talking about. I, her, I know you know who I'm talking about. And I watch her video every, I, look, I watch them faithfully because I'm like, okay, she uses different notebooks. So let me see if she's gonna use it in a way that maybe I can incorporate it into my, because I keep I keep like waiting out, like, do I really need this product? Maybe I do, let her use it in a way that'll work best for me and then I'll get it. But I know it's good. She uses it every single day, but she's showing me that she's using it every single day. It's just not about pushing the product. She's actually using it. And she was using the product for so long before she even told us about the product being sold. Mm -hmm. It blew my mind when she actually was like, oh, by the way, mm -hmm. wait a minute. This wasn't a thing I read. This wasn't in existence. Wait a minute. That's a new thing. Like, wait, 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 wait. Which I thought was brilliant. So I'm like, yeah. Okay. It's fine. You have to make your coins. We know this. But we're, where's the education? Where's the the shit where's the passion where's mm -hmm. the love for just mm -hmm. planning because mm -hmm. all you're doing is selling it yeah mm -hmm. there was a there was a, a planner on oh and i can't remember her name and if you are one of them that i was talking to i do apologize my brain i have the you know the mentality of a goldfish from time to time it's but um uh it was we tried to do like a month long it was hashtag use what you have or use your stash because you know it's there's never a break there's never a break in the planner community i mean 
<laughs> there is never, I mean, maybe, you know, 80s, 90s, you know, school time was really the push. But after that, you were like, you know, when you ran out of filler paper, then, you know, that's when you went to the store and picked up support. It was not constant, you know, the sales, the pushing in the community sometimes as well, too. It's, it's constant. So, um, you know, one of the things that I wanted to throw out here to you guys, and I don't know if that's okay with you, Vienna, as well, of course. Um, is to come up with something. You, okay, I think, you know, whenever my friends get messed up and Twitter pated because I show them my planner stash and how I use my planner and stuff like that, they wind up buying either a passion planner, a happy planner or something. I always give them a goodie bag and I pull from my stash and I don't pull just here's a sticker book and here's a pen. I pull out a bag and I give them stuff and I get them started. So I was thinking, what if there was some sort of planner exchange program, kind of like a swap? If you've ever been to a clothing swap um, where you bring your, you know, you do your laundry, you make your stuff nice, and you bring it, and your friend brings their stuff as well, too, and you have that. And whatever's left over, either you take it home or you take it to a donation location and they can have that, right? What if there was something like that amongst the planner community? Like like you say, Chantel, and I'm guilty of it. I just pulled out one of my old fashioned planners that I didn't even finish. And I'm like, dude, really? Yeah. Um, you know, I know we all have overabundance, which has cost us lots of money. And, you know, if you're married, I'm sure your husband's giving you the side eye, you know, whatever. Um, why not, you know, because we're supposed to be fostering a community, you know, a community where people feel accepted and secure and safe and supported you know what about starting an exchange you know maybe if anything the person pays for shipping or whatever whatever if they're local they just pick up whatever but we how many of us still have stuff from 2015 that we haven't touched that's still in the wrapper you know it's a fantastic idea and actually we used to do that in the very beginning of this community, I feel like a lot of people would do swaps, a lot of people would do meetups, and then at those meetups, they would take swaps, or they sometimes still do, but I think we've gotten away from that um, nowadays. So they don't make money. <laughs> yeah, so like, and, and that's the thing, it's like, that's the thing, back then, it wasn't so much about making money, or, or having an agenda, I guess, if that's what you want to say um and so yeah people got together at a place and they brought their things and they did swaps and they made bags and they did all these things and used their stash and all of that but we've gotten away from that and I think that's kind of what you guys are getting at is maybe the oversaturation of like a marketplace type um situation that's happening within the community and I and I completely get that and I see that too and so it's our job to make sure that we are still incorporating a lot of um inspiration into it our own creativity into it and just making sure we keep that as the heart of what we're doing um and of course it never uh, myself of course hello me I, I can say that like I would never want the marketplace to go away because of that because of course we love seeing and buying and doing all those things it's important to keep inspiration and creativity and community at the heart I think that's what we're kind of getting at because we're starting to kind of go away from that a little bit um what do you think Rachel is that what we're kind of what you're kind of getting and do you agree yeah and I think um you know it's all very interesting I think um you know you both have 
or all three of you so far have shared really um, interesting perspectives and I can definitely relate um, and see that in some instances. I also kind of wonder too, you know, like how much, um, you know, not to like play this card over and over again, I hear people like, you know, we always kind of blame the pandemic for all the impacts, but I mean, there's some truth in that, you know, like how much is that maybe um, impacted some of what we're seeing and how things have maybe changed, right? Because I mean, legitimately, um, like someone was mentioning Go Wild, like that had to be postponed. Other meetups and events had to be postponed, um, you know, because of all the restrictions and everything. And so in a way, it's almost kind of like maybe that caused some like unintended kind of pivot away from those meetups and get together and swaps and things like that. And I think we're starting to kind of see that coming back now. Um, you know, Go Wild was held earlier this year and some other um, meetups and events are starting to um, get back up and going again, which I think is really great because um, like you guys are saying, you know, the heart of this is the community and how we can inspire each other and, um, help educate, um, like Gretchen, I like what you were saying about, um, there are people that maybe are either like a brand ambassador for another shop or um, shops themselves. Yeah, I mean, you know, when you are running a business, um, that's the, you, you are trying to sell your product or you have people that are helping you sell your product. Um, but I think it is important to still uh, incorporate a level of, education or you know here's how we encourage and, and recommend or here's a great idea or here's you know someone on our design team or something for example right um here's some great um creative ideas that they've come up with on how you can use our products and i think there's a lot of shops that are doing that really well um and then but i i know also what you're saying like um as someone who also follows or watches other people sometimes I get that FOMO of like oh like I have a huge stash of things from yeah like two three years ago that I'm still using and um but you like you want the next thing because I mean honestly it's also pretty like I want it <laughs> it's hard not to want to buy or there's a sale or um you know that whole FOMO of like oh I, I want that kit before it's gone you know <laughs> Yeah, and yeah and um I've actually kind of had like a this wasn't planned but I sort of put myself on restriction so to speak like a serious no spend like serious serious no spend and I can't honestly believe I did it like I'm actually a little bit proud of myself <laughs> because um with all because I, I really love decorative planning I'm heavily into decorative planning and so it's really hard for me to not buy all the pretty kits I see and um but this year I I think I've maybe honestly personally I've only shopped like twice this year and that's like huge for me that's that's a that's a big achievement I'm pretty proud of that because I was like I have all these stacks of beautiful kits. I need to use these. I need to use these up before I buy more because this is just going to get way out of hand. And, um, you know, like Gretchen, you were saying, like, we're, you know, running to the mailbox to grab something before my husband sees it, you know, like, that's not healthy. <laughs> Pretending, no, honey, I didn't buy anything this weekend. No, no, that wasn't me. <laughs> yeah, such great points, Rachel. Thank you for sharing. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. The FOMO is also a big 
creating that, you know, FOMO and having that FOMO is hard to break. Um, and Tina, before I ask you your opinion, because I do want to know your opinion, one person that I loved that is no longer a part of the Happy Planner is Stephanie Fleming, because I would love that she would share how she was using her planner and she wasn't a true user of the planner. That's just my my opinion. I feel like she would share her planner and she would show how she was using it. And that really inspired me to want to use it because I thought, oh, she's showing me how I could use it. And that made things so much easier because it was like, I didn't have to think about, about it. And I felt like really connected to her. She's no longer with the happy planner. You know, she's given up her, uh, her role or whatever she's doing to retire. But that's one person that I feel like does or did what you guys are kind of wanting to see from people. Um, what do you think, Tina, about this situation, conversation, that situation? I guess. <laughs> well, I think that the community um, was always around them. Obvious, all of us have been planners for our whole lives, but the shift sort of happened when planning went mainstream and there became this imbalance between the consumerism, meaning the the brands and all the marketing and the community, meaning the people. And now there's kind of like this imbalance and the more brands and marketing dollars that get into planning, the more they're infiltrating the community, even though that might not be the best word. Yeah. But um, so it's hard to keep that balance. And I think the community is fighting for that balance, you know, trying to maintain that balance and keep it healthy and keep it inspirational and keep it creative and keep it all the wonderful things that exist in this community. But um, the brands, you know, they have to make money. <laughs> so that's their role. Um, so it, then when the people in the community start working with the brands, that's where, you know, yeah. lines start to blur for certain people. Yeah. So it's very hard. It's a very hard line. Yeah, no, I agree. Good point. Good point. Um, and this is such an interesting topic, obviously, because you, we have to try to like work on this together, I suppose, as a community. Um, and I just want people to, I think there's this misconception that if you're just somebody who's sharing your planner, if you're just somebody who's just taking a picture of your planner and let, and that's that, that you're not as important or you're not as valuable as maybe another person who's sharing a video or who's sharing a product of somebody or who's an ambassador. And that's where we're kind of, that's where the shift is kind of happening. People are starting to be afraid. And just me guessing, because I don't really know, I haven't talked to like everybody, but I'm guessing that people are starting to be off put and afraid to just share this, their normal everyday plans and planning because it's not good enough. Um, even myself, my, you know, I feel that way too. And I try really hard with my content and I still feel that way. So I can only imagine how some people who are, you know, not a business, not an ambassador, not just a, a, a consumer and a, a participant feels when trying to share just an everyday planner spread because we've kind of gotten away from that. Oh, right? I'm so glad yeah. you said that. Ooh, oh, I'm so glad you said that, Deanna, because... Ooh, you feel that way this today or I want to feel this today um this is what almost stopped me from returning to the planner community um was this um it's very clickish it's very there are so many clicks out here it's ridiculous and it's very very intimidating and 
um, because there wasn't a how to, there wasn't a, like a, oh, this is what you do when you're trying to get into planning. And this is how you do this. And this is how you do that. Like you really weren't, you really weren't finding that where I wasn't. And I was trying to look for it. It was very intimidating to reach out to people or to just ask questions. I was even afraid to, like, there was groups that I was in about people who were planning, but they were so like, you know, high level planning Mm. that I was just too much of a newbie. So I feel like um, new people are being intimidated. Like they don't, they're like, you know what? I'm not even going to plan because this is Mm. just too much. Um, I actually, I'm like kind of like helping someone get into fully into planning right now. And we're kind of, you know, baby stepping it along the way, but she's, she's more intimidated than I was Mm. when I was coming out the gate and I'm like, no, it's okay. But she feels like the fear, you know, the FOMO, she wants to get everything and anything that she sees. And I'm like, no, 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 you know, wait on this and see if you see if you like this and see if you like that and try, because if you don't, then you can try something new. You know, you don't have to get everything at once. And, and which is a good thing for me because I'm kind of unloading a lot of things that I don't need, you know, well, how about you try this? You think you might like this? I have extras here. Um, but yeah, I was very scared to start asking people questions, just general questions, because um, everyone was so intimidating. And I feel like um, after waiting or doing enough research, I kind of reached out maybe to the right people. Right. So I was kind of happy that I happened upon them. But what if I didn't? What if I, right. I reached out to someone who was super snobby or just super rude, you know, and that would have completely turned me off. Right. Of planning. Like that I would I would have just like, you know, shied away or none of my questions would have been answered or I would have been flailing like I was 10 years ago, just buying stuff random here and there and not really using it. So um, I think that's a big thing too. It's, it's very intimidating for people who are coming in new yeah. and it's very intimidating for people to think that they can't ask questions because y'all be planning on some high level stuff. Okay. <laughs> Like, I'm just going to say it. it. It's it's like, how did you come up with this? And how did you decide that you were going to make this layout this way? And like, where did that idea come from? And how did you decide to lay those stickers that way? And how, like, it's just, it's a lot. So for someone who hasn't been doing it, you know, for years and years and years, it's like, where, where do you start asking the questions? And how, like, Vienna, you and I have talked about this, about, purpose like you know a lot of times the first thing you just need to know is what is the purpose how do you create the purpose of plan- of your planning right and nobody talks about that right, you know, you and I, right. we talked about that the first yeah. things first is you have this book and what are you what are you planning to do with it what do you you know what are your plans for your planner um and no one's really talking about that at all yeah, you know? yeah. yeah. so yeah. that's why people are yeah. finding so many things and then they're just stuck because they don't know what to do okay you know like how everyone said, I used to buy a lot of stickers and I'm like, okay, I'm not a kid. Like, why do I keep buying all of these stupid stickers? <laughs> so when I came back to the planning community, I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm a minimalist. I don't need stickers. I'm just the pen and paper and maybe some highlighting. And now almost a year fully in, I'm like, I want to use stickers. I think <laughs> I use stickers in my life. I think that that, that will make me happy now. But now stickers have a purpose. You know, I know what I want to do with them. Before I was just buying, Mm -hmm. buying stuff here and there and everywhere. And they were just like, I literally gave away packs and packs of stickers, thousands of stickers just this past summer 
because I just had them for years. They were just sitting there. And do you feel like you were too intimidated to use them because you didn't know how and you thought, is this going to look dumb or like, you know, stuff like that? Is that what kind of turned you off from it? Yeah. So in the beginning, um, because I had no guidance at all, I was just buying stuff. So I was just buying stickers. I was just buying things. Um, I had stuff that didn't match. So, you know, I had um, things for one type of planner for a different type of planner and they they just weren't going. So I had um, disc bound planners, but I had ring bound stickers and it was just a bunch of uh, craziness. Uh, I didn't know. And I had no one to ask. No one around me was planning at the time. No one. And that's messed up. Yeah, no yeah. one knew what I was talking about. No one, like, they were like, what are you doing? Like, I thought I was crazy. <laughs> and you know, like, even like, you know, when you're in school, like when you first go to school and they give you the agenda book, like even that was my thing. Like, even when, like, I used to always try to like, figure out how to do it, but nobody, like no one, when people say, oh, I've been planning since high school. I'm like, where were you guys when I was in high school? Like, <laughs> people then like nobody was around <laughs> southern california southern california nobody was around so now it's like okay now i know but it took some time and like i said it took me to find the appropriate people but there are still people that i'm intimidated by and there's still people that i won't reach out to or there's groups that i won't join or you know i will follow people from afar and i won't comment or i won't say anything because I don't know what they may say back to me and I don't know what their followers may say back to me. So I just don't say anything. You well, know? you know what? I, I want to jump in here and tell you this. It is intimidating. And I found a few kind of like in my little niche groups as well too, that were really doing the most. And I could tell they were starting their businesses and stuff like that. So um, A, we are all just people. B, nobody really has a business head. Okay. I can tell you this because I am an entrepreneur. I've run, I ran four businesses in my life successfully. They didn't. So I can see, you know, I actually used to be a business counselor helping entrepreneurs start business. Actually, that's where I was teaching how to use passion planner and happy planner and how to lay out and stuff like that. Um, but I would reach out to them because like you, I like their spreads and stuff like that. Some of them are a little standoffish, but then give them a little bit of what is expression. Give them a little grace, give them a little kindness, a little, little uh, uh, benefit of the doubt because we are all little girls playing with our books mm -hmm. and we, we're in a community and now in a world where it is eat or be eaten. And if you're trying to start businesses, especially online, especially for women as well too, it's very, it's, they don't know how to behave. They see how men have done it, which is ugly. And they think they got to act the same way. Still be nice, still ask questions. You'd be surprised who will actually answer you. And if they give you a funky response, check the box and go on to the next, yeah. you know, get your answers. You know, and sometimes you will have to travel a distance to get your answers, but get your answers. You know, don't, don't waste your time because, it, and, and here's the one thing that I've noticed as well too, because like I said, I, I, you know, I'm not acting like I'm like, you know, but I've done my layout. I've checked things out. A lot of these people who are doing spreads and stuff like that online, they don't have goals. It's, it's, it's very artsy fartsy. 
And a lot of it is a creative outlet, but uh, which is why I'm going back to Passion Planner. Passion Planner is set up by a person who is trying to map out their life. Right. Versus just trying to do something creative because they were bored from watching the kids all day. And that is why I really do like that structure. And so that's why I'm going back to it. Happy Planner doesn't have that. There is no structure as to goal, goal planning and setting and achievements. You have to have that on the end. There's nothing like that. Uh, uh, Angeli, um, Angela, Angelia, whatever she calls herself, the girl who's the CEO of Passion Planner, she really worked it out. And so that is why a lot of people feel a little scattered. And that's why it looks a little scattered because there is no goal. So like Vienna said, you know, plan what you want to do. That's how you know what you're using everything for. But then you have to set that initial goal. That was one of my things as well, too. It's like, that's that's why I wasn't really just about happy planner when I first heard about it and saw it. It looked like the women I knew back in the day in the 80s who were doing scrapbooking. And I'm like, okay, yeah, no. I I have a life to lead and, and there's things I want to get done. And I didn't see that in Happy Planner. I did like the change outs. I saw how other people were actually using it themselves. You know, they're doing their own printouts and stuff like that. But I think that's another thing too. It's like, if you don't know where you're going or why you're why you're going there, it's really hard to get on the train. Yeah. So, you know, sometimes I think that's that's the intimidating thing as well, too, about talking to people, because then they're like, well, why are you trying? You know, maybe they're even trying to just protect themselves because, you know, maybe they've been done dirty, you know, caged animals aren't aren't, you know, aren't, aren't attacking just for the sake of attacking. You know, they've been tortured. They've been bullied. So, you know, but but don't let that put you off. Don't let right. your answers. Get your answers. You know, like you, you found a friend in Vienna. You know, there's others out there in the community as well. And if, if you find one that don't want to answer your questions, I've had some that are really kind of, you know, and they're they're kind of uppity and stuff, and they're they're doing the most with their brands. Then I just, you know, I still like their videos from afar, like you said. But I go on to people who are my community, and I make my community. Yeah. So it's and all right. And like you got your friend, help her. Yeah. Yeah. And you know what? I wish that there was a way for like people who are coming in or in general where there was like paths where it was like, hey, if you want to be a creative planner, you can go this way. Or if you want to be more productive and you want to like, you know, be more functional, you can go this way um, or whatever you wanted to do, because it would make it easier for the person to go whichever way they want, be more, you know, get more information and feel like they're more at home, but there isn't. So, yeah, it's kind of like um a scrambling game a little bit to figure out where your people are and who your people are that you want to be influenced by and support and all of those things. So it can, I can see where it can be intimidating and gratefully I didn't have to come in later on and try to figure all that out. I'm sure that's probably really confusing for newbies, you know, especially, you know, um, Chantal, you explaining that I feel really bad because you know, I, like I said, I wish there was like a instruction manual <laughs> um, so you can save money, time and, 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 and heartache or whatever it is, but there's, there just isn't. So um, it's hard to navigate. And I appreciate you sharing that. Um, such a great and eye-opening conversation, especially for people who maybe feel the same way as you guys. And this is why I like having these conversations because 
everyone has a different view that I may not know about or have thought about. So it's really cool to hear. Um, and I also wanted to know, Tina, if you had any hot takes, if we kind of like transition over to hot takes and unpopular opinions, I asked you guys to bring some, but if you don't have any, that's okay. I'm not going to pressure you into like giving me any, but... Um, I think it's it's kind of like a segue from the whole consumerism and, and people selling. My biggest hot take would be like people sharing links and paywalls that are going up like all over the community. Um, by definition, you know, you put up a wall and <laughs> that okay. doesn't um, necessarily um, invite community. Some people okay, so feel. You mean, like, so. you mean like when someone shares a story and they put a link? Is that what you mean? Or like when someone... Well, there's, it's double. It's like people that are saying, use my link, which is a little bit of what we talked about before. People sharing their link too often and how to share, you know, the right way. And also people now with Instagram sort of doing this push to, for creators to put up paywalls and, and things like that, which kind of already exists with Patreon, but now it's, it's going to be more prevalent in social media as well. Yeah, I've seen a lot of stuff come up on my feed, like just on my, where like people like your stuff that says you can now subscribe to so-and-so's right. stuff for more. <laughs> yeah, like, yes. oh, like I'm obviously intrigued to see, I, I mean, I haven't done anything like that, but I'm interested to know what people are actually putting out there as a subscription, like only. Right. I'm just, I don't know. I can't think of what that would be. Like I'm trying to think in my head, what would it's it be? It's basically like a, uh, a Patreon, but through Patreon. Instagram. Yeah. And I, and I kind of think that that's also, Tina, that's a good hot take because I think that's taken us away from what we could be sharing. I don't know, together on the gram, I suppose. I, I still miss the old days of the gram. I get the new days. I love it. I, I love mm -hmm. that too, but I also love the old gram where it was like, we're just sharing it's fun <laughs> um right <laughs> yeah so that's a great that's a good hot take you know so what would you want like how would you think people should share that if or not at all do you feel like it's just not something that we should have in our space well I think it's inevitable in the in the community it will probably um happen I mean a lot of people I don't know if anyone on our in our conversation today you know participates in Patreon um but um, it's going to, you know, people might decide to do it via Instagram because they feel that maybe it's easier. A lot of people, you know, that do have Patreons feel like it's a lot of work. So unless they're, you know, really going full time with that as like their, their hobby turning it into a business, so to speak, um, Patreon can be a lot of work, but it might be a little easier on Instagram. And it might be something that really starts to pop up more and more in the community from planner creators. Yeah, good point. And I know that you work a lot with different people because you like to bring like, you know, the news and things like that. How has your experience been working with like different business owners or brands or individuals? Has it been mostly positive? You know, what, what kind of response do you get when you're reaching out to people in the community? Well, people in the community, I think as evident as you're hearing today, have, you know, certain issues with things that come up and how it be, tends to become a little salesy, a little less, you know, I don't want to say authentic, but like, are they really uh, yeah. using their, their products? Are they really using them? Or are they just selling them? Right. And people get a little turned off and I would hate to see the, you know, the changes that are just happening on Instagram because it's a business also, yeah. you know, affecting the community anymore. 
Oh my gosh, such a good point. Yeah, I think that's a great hot take. Thanks for sharing. <laughs> Rachel, did you bring yeah. a, a hot take to the to the panel today? You know, I was thinking about this and um, I <laughs> I don't really have one yet, but I was okay. kind of thinking about like a more lighthearted controversial topic of um, are you team academic planner or team calendar year planner? I just have seen, I just, you know, like Gretchen was talking about this with the, um, like Happy Planner and some other, um, mm -hmm. a lot of the planner shops have their fall releases coming out soon for yeah. calendar year planners. And I guess maybe the one thing I will say is I always kind of feel like, so I'm a calendar year planner um, and uh, my daughter's fully grown. So if she were still in school, I maybe would be an academic year planner to, you know, go along with her school year. But, um, but what I was going to say was, I feel like I, I like the designs and the, um, the offerings of the academic planners better than the calendar year planners. And so I just, I don't know, I just feel like, is there not the same like um, love, so to speak, that's put into that creation and design process? So that's just something I was curious about what people's thoughts are with that. That's a good, that's a good question and like kind of topic. Um, so if listeners don't know, um, July, right? July to December of the following year? No, July to July to June. To right. June. July to June is a academic, and then obviously just January to December is calendar year. Um, mm -hmm. Rachel's kind of asking like what we prefer, and that's a great question. I don't, I'm all over the place. Like I could go either, either I started, I started my passion planner with the academic year actually, and I, okay. I like that because actually I have a different cycle that I follow for my religious organization, which actually starts in August. So it's like, and that's our, that's the start of our year is, is yeah. in August. So actually it works out well to keep calendar year. Plus I used to work with a lot of schools. So I kept an academic planner and I still like get the chills because I prefer my year starting in the middle of the year rather than with the rush and the influx in December for everybody. Oh my God. And I'm like, I've already yeah. done it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Good point. Yeah. A lot of people are like new year, new planner, all of that jazz. And then people who are in academic are like, I'm just continuing on with my <laughs> <laughs> you know everything's same as usual um what about you Chantel so um when I came back last year I started with it so actually that wasn't even last year it was two years now Ooh, it was two years now <laughs> um, I came back with an academic planner and okay. I love the planner I love the layout but guess what I barely ever used it oh I barely ever used it. it was it was beautiful I still have it um this year I've been using a calendar year and I've actually been using it, but I don't care for either one. Technically, that's not my preference. Mm. My preference is undated. I'm not. Consistent. I love undated too. <laughs> I'm not consistent like that. And I hate yeah. I because I'm not that consistent. So I don't like that. I can flip through and show where I didn't go you know, or what I didn't write. No. So undated all the way. That way I can just right as I go. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, that's great. That's a good perspective yeah, too. So yeah. Yeah. And that took me about a year and a half to figure that out. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Time it takes time. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. What do you have, Tina? 
or what do you like the most? I'm, I'm a dated person, not an undated person because I like to future plan, but it is becoming so popular undated because people feel like they can use it whenever they want and there's no guilt when things or pages are missed or whatever, which I think is, is so great, but it's a little hard when you, you want a future plan. So, um, and I'm also, a, I'm a decor, I'm like to say I'm a functional planner, like a fun functional planner, because I like to use stickers. So even though I future plan, I'm a sticky note maniac. Yeah. I have to sticky note all the future dates until I decorate this event. And yeah. so I have to put in all my sticky notes ahead of time. But I like <laughs> I like it dated and Stop showing us a huge post-it note. Yeah. Wow. That's me. And, and I'm an academic. I'm an academic here. Oh, love that. Such a great question, Rachel. Um, okay. Any more hot topics? I think it's just Gretchen and Chantel. And then I want to ask what planners you guys are using at the end of this because I found such great planners just asking people in these panels. It's so interesting. Um, no, go ahead, guys. Whoever wants to go first. <laughs> I think the most unpopular opinion is that um, the planning community as a whole are, is really snobbish. <laughs> because it really isn't. Oh, okay. So what you're saying. I was like, wait, I was confused where you were going, but you were saying you're saying that it it that people think that it is, but it isn't. Like as the whole, like the, as a whole. Okay. Like if someone were to come into it, they would think that or see it, like but that's that. not the case. Okay. I got you. <laughs> because as intimidated as I was for the majority of the people that I've come across, it's been open minds. No. Yeah. And I think that that's definitely true. There's definitely like some snakes in the grass, but I feel like majority wise, people are pretty welcoming and, and, and nice and, um, yeah, like we're all kind of same personality ish too, which is kind of mm -hmm. cool. Like people who like um, these planners and doing stuff like this are very similar in like personality. <laughs> so it's kind of nice. Um, I completely agree. I feel that I found my my tribe more in the last year than I have my whole entire life. I just keep finding like, oh my goodness, this person gets me. This is my this is my person. These are my people. Yeah, like, I love that. Like. Like the weirder, the quirkier, and it's like, oh, right. this, this, this is who I was meant to know. Like, these are the people that I was meant to be drawn to. Yeah. Oh, that's so great. I love ending on that note. That's lovely. Um, I just want to add real quick um, to yeah. that because, um, you know, kind of like touching on what you were saying a little bit earlier as well, Chantel, but um, I feel like, um, you know, we were talking about like, the, maybe the lack of education aspect or just answering questions or giving like ideas or insight and creativity. Um, because I, I think that there are so many amazing people in the planner community that do want to be helpful, that do want to um, answer questions. I think it's just a also maybe hard sometimes to necessarily find those people or like maybe speaking for myself, sometimes I'm shy to ask questions or to reach out. And um I know like I sometimes suffer from that whole like either imposter syndrome or comparison or I feel like insignificant like what I'm doing doesn't matter like should I share this like I'm sure I'm not going to see anything that's new under the sun that other people don't already know you know so it's kind of sometimes um, I think it's that there's that little hurdle, you know, of wanting to know kind of what finding your place or where is my place and do I have something worthwhile to share? And, and I would just say to that, that 
even though I struggle with that at times, I think that, yes, like, I think everyone has an important um, place and is an important piece of the planner community. I think we can all learn from each other and share ideas. And um, that's, I think, how other great ideas are started and other creativity is sparked. And um, like, I know for myself, when I share my planner spreads, I always share before the pen because I get so self-conscious thinking who's going to care how I'm writing out my day, but maybe that's helpful for people. I don't know. Like I might have to just try it one time because a lot of times I tend to be a private person as well. Like I think, you know, no one needs to see my to-do list of what I'm working on for the day, but, but, you know, maybe that is inspiring for other people Um, with the education aspect, like you were saying, you know, you learn how are other people planning, how did they determine how they're going to do their spread and their layouts. And I know there's a lot of plan with me videos out there as well. Um, that that's also really helpful for people to get ideas and inspiration. And just one other thing I want to say to end on this thought is what I think is really great is there's no one style that fits all. And I love that because some people are total minimalist, non-antistickers or decorative planning and other people are on the complete end of that spectrum and there's no white space left on their page everything is decorative it looks beautiful it's amazing and everything in between from that to that it's all valid and it's all right there's no wrong way to plan and I think that's important to remember oh my god yeah awesome yeah, that's that's awesome. Awesome. actually yes. I really like that that's that's so true you know it's I think a lot of times, you know, maybe it should be more amplified in the planner community, especially for newbies, that planning is as unique as your fingerprint, you know, yeah. and and each one plans in a unique way, you know, for, for example, <laughs> I don't have any white spaces in my house except for this one here, which is where I'm sitting <laughs> for a moment, because I have artwork, I have bookcases, I have everything, but then in my planner, sometimes I do have white spaces because sometimes you just want to see blanks. You just want to see that you've accomplished something, you know, or that you don't have a lot on your day. So it's not so heavy on your plate for that day. And, you know, just like Rachel said, you know, letting people know that that's okay. You know, that, you know, if that's your planning style, then that's your planning style. But then one thing like, you know, encouraging people to watch the videos and stuff like that. Um, one thing I will say for some of the videos that I've seen, the plan with me's and stuff like that, they are a little bit long and yeah. a little bit annoying because there is just too much chatter. Oh my God, if they don't shut up. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. And and it's fine because like I said around we before the pandemic, my friends and I, we would get together on Fridays or Sundays and we would, you know, my friend she had like a community room in her apartment complex and we would spread everything out and we just you know have drinks and talk and you know work on our planner and stuff like that but um like you said Chantel it's like how are they coming up with these spreads how why are you using it and I think with with your comments Rachel it's very inspiring I know for me because I had blank pages I didn't know what to do with them I was in Pinterest trying to figure out so what should I do with it and it's like people had a list 50 things to use your big pages for, you know, and yeah. stuff like that. And so even just maybe little examples, even if it's not, you know, as a private person, you don't want to put on there and I'm going to go see my OBGYN and stuff like that. <laughs> but maybe, <laughs> uh, you know, maybe just like a sample list or something like that. Cause that's really what helped me kind of figure out 
how to use it further because Franklin Covey is all business, man. They they don't play Franklin Covey. I mean, there is nothing polluting, high polluting about Franklin Covey. It's all, and that's it, you know? So it's like coming into this community, it's like, movies I like? I never thought about that, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Books I'm going to read? Well, they're on the show, yeah. you know? So it's like, you know, sometimes you, you, you need to see that. And so that helps. Like for me, I saw somebody, they wrote down, um, you know, their, their morning, uh, their morning routine. I'd never seen that before. And I was like, wow, you know, because, you know, you learn all this stuff as a kid, your parents like, wake up, make mm-hmm. wash your teeth, take a shower, put on your clothes, make your bed, blah, blah, blah. And so you just go into routine, but sometimes you need visuals. So yeah, yeah, that for me, that was very inspiring. So everybody yeah. who did that and I follow, it's like, thank you. <laughs> Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I'm glad she said that because I've just realized like in the last, I would say like six to eight weeks that I've been so rigid with planning that it was not like I had nowhere near anywhere near planner piece. Like I was so stressed out for the last year and a half because I was like, oh, I'm not doing this and I'm not doing that. And I need to do it this way. I need to do it that way. And exactly what Gretchen just said. I want some of the most satisfying videos is someone who will write like, fed the dog. Right. And I'm like, wait a minute, that's automatic. Why are you writing that on the on your what you did today? And I'm like, yeah, she's filling in that space and she can see it. And I'm like, and I'm complaining about there's blank space and I want something in there and I'm not even filling it in with things that I should be filling it in to fill the space. And I'm like, because you're being real rigid and you're acting like <laughs> a certain way. And and like like you guys are saying, this is your planner. These are your pages. They can look any kind of way that you want them to, and they don't have to look the same week to week either. Yeah. Day to day. Or morning to evening. Yeah. So like I'm starting to like loosen up a little bit, which yeah. I think I'm gonna have some fun the rest of the year. Make it make it your good. Own. Yeah. Hey, that's so good. Yeah, thanks for sharing, Rachel. It's such a good point. And I think like to kind of wrap this conversation up. And if you're a listener, um, just do what you want to do, right? Just be your own inspiration in a way, um, because you could be inspiring one other person, maybe nobody. But like, if you're so concerned about how other people are going to view your plans, then that's the fun out of like your planning, right? Because yeah. you're like, oh, are people going to like that I'm doing this? Is this going to be helpful? And I've fallen into that trap. And I think like once you let go and really say, this is how I'm going to plan because how I want to take it or leave it, I guess it sounds kind of harsh, but like take it or leave it type thing. Then you get more into like what you want to do and what you need, which is so important. Um, And you feel inspired. Like you feel inspired again. You feel excited again. You feel like, oh, I love this again um, or in general. And so hopefully you take that away from this. We want you to see your plans. We want to see what you're, you know, how you're doing things, right? Um, and so I just have loved the full circle of this conversation. Um, so thank you guys for being so like open. And I want to get into like what planner you're using because as I've been talking and doing these panels, people have brought up Amplify Planner like a few times. And I went on and I was like, ooh, got, of course I got one for like the last quarter because uh, I was like, oh, this looks great. It looks like exactly what I need, which we always say. But this helps for me to know like what's out there and I don't even know sometimes. So what do you guys got going on right now? You want to go first, Tina? 
Should we start with how many you have going on right sure. now? Sure. <laughs> whatever you want. <laughs> well, I I have um, tried in the last uh, couple of years a huge amount of planners, and um, because of juggling sort of the work side of things and the life side of things. And I've yet to find like one really that could host everything for me. So um, right now um, I'm using, a, which sounds very basic, an EC hourly, but it does not uh, give me the room to fit everything. So I am building um, a sort of side half letter disc for all the other areas, of, you know. Yeah. that I want to have, be it goals, be it the website, whatever it is, I'm sort of building a combination of things. And this is the hot take that I would like to share. Okay. <laughs> Why is disc bound only half letter? Mm. Why can't A5 be disc bound? Oh, that's if true. anyone is out there, please share my pain because I'm an A5 girl, yeah. but they're all in ring... A5 rings everywhere you want to buy inserts or print inserts it's A5 rings and half letter disc well maybe huh. that's so a, just a road you have to forge <laughs> yeah it's like why can't A5 be disc punched people <laughs> like that's my that's my little peppy gotcha <laughs> that's a good point for your half letter are you using a specific brand or are you just kind of going it's with a it's a combination of shops like cloth and paper infinite lotus um but I want to use Life Planner Action. Mm. And currently, she doesn't offer half letter. So um, her inserts are A5. So oh. I need to trim them. I need to get them unpunched. And I need to trim them if it's going to work with the rest. Because you can't grow the short ones. So you have to trim the bigger ones. Oh, that's so funny. Uh, you know, where there's a will, there's a way. Yes. You yeah. know, where there's a will, there's a way. Because Bess has her HP classic in a ring. So where yes, there's, a will, I know. there's a way. So I'm pretty sure you can get that A5 into a discount. And from her, all you have to do is order them unpunched. Yes, yes. And then you punch but them it, yourself. You make your own ring. I did, I did. But they're going to be bigger than my cloth and paper and all my insert brands because they only make half letter for discs. Mm. you can't get your a5 Ooh, you, ring unpunched it's very hard to find so you have to oh so you have to probably get you your own planner made created or have to keep it open mm -hmm. or it has to be like different sizes you can send it to i'm sorry do you have a local printer that maybe you can send it to because like there are inserts that i've purchased that they're not the size that I need. And my printer, I give him my dimensions and he doesn't have the little mushroom uh, punch, punch, but I tell him how much space I need. And I've had very much success. And, you know, it does cost a little coin, but it's mm -hmm. fun. So, I mean, and, and you get friendly with the printer and usually they have like a design person who can like size things up if necessary. That's an option. Yes. I did think about that. I did think about that because you can get all your printables, like all your PDFs from your favorite yeah. shops. You and I'm like, it I brought them. it to a printer. Could they do it for me? Yeah. And my guy, he's not that far from me. I don't know where you're at, but my guy, I'll just send it to him. I just send me, hey, Larry, you know, 
I'm, I needed, you know, the seven and a quarter by nine, blah, 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 and stuff like that. And he's like, okay. And then I'll send him a sample of what it's supposed to look like. And then what I'm sending him and he'll just say, okay, it'll be ready tomorrow morning or whatever, whatever. And I go pick it up and either I'll tell him, you know, I'll punch it, but he, cause he doesn't have these, you know, he doesn't have this style. Mm -hmm. So I just tell him, give me space. So nice. There you go. <laughs> Oh, okay, Chantel, because the way you guys are, I'm just going in order. Um, what you got? Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm currently in three planners. Okay. Um, A5 seems to be my current size of choice. I have a Moturn A5 Luxe planner that is for my health and wellness. So basically, I do my daily wellness there. Um, I journal there. I do daily gratitude there. Um, and I'm going to be um, beefing up my daily journaling and gratitude uh, with some new inserts that I just ordered. Um, all the inserts currently in that planner are cloth and paper and the new inserts are from Life's Planner Action. Uh, the next one is my new planner. That is for my business. I just moved everything out the Moturn from business to that one. And then I have a spiral cloth and paper planner that is for uh, appointments. That's where all my medical appointments go um, because that's the calendar year. So okay. I keep all of my appointments in that and any kind of family stuff. So um, I already told my husband, moving forward, that's going to be the planner that stays open on my desk. Mm -hmm. So that way, all of our appointments and everything is all in the same thing so if anyone needs to they can just look at that they know if I'm not here they know where I'm at or if they need to know if they have anything coming up it's all there and they don't have to ask technically nice love that setup thank you but I'm working on it yeah of course always a work in progress for sure <laughs> really working on another one <laughs> yes keep going keep going <laughs> I have you next, Gretchen. Okay. So currently I am using a happy planner, but I have a lot of uh, different inserts in addition to the happy planner guests. Mm -hmm. So um, what I am planning to do, because, you know, we we got a hot minute left in this year. So um, I've already ordered and it's at my box, my, um, my passion planner for next year so i'm using the one and it's just so beautiful because it's got the cabin on the front and that's like my dream place to live it's in a cabin um for 2023 but i still you know i i still like happy planners i i have no qualms with happy planner i really do like their style and that they encourage me to get into being more creative and stuff like that so what i plan to do is to franken plan um a daily and home project for my company. So my passion planner will be my schedule and my goals and achieving my goals as well too. Cause I don't know if you, any of you all have ever used passion planner before, but it really does work. The, the method that she has for accomplishing goals is no joke. I, I accomplished goals actually before they were due because of how that method was set up. So that's why I'm going back to it because I'm I, I've fallen off the horse so much. He's down the street and the cart's on the other side of the, place, you know, the block. So it's like we got to get it together. 
but I'm going to actually put together, I love the daily inserts for Happy Planner. Mm -hmm. So I'll be using my daily inserts. I'll be using my home um, manager as well too, and my projects. And then a lot of note paper as well as my accompaniment to my passion planner. So that's what's happening for next year. Right now, I'm just using my little pretty pretty. So, you know. Nice. Yeah, I love a Franken planner. I love. <laughs> oh, and I, I do a little bit of Jane's uh, agenda as well, too. I, I like her stuff. It's very pretty. I'm actually an affiliate for her as well, too. So I do like her. Um, I like the fact that her, her uh, what is it? The dashboards and the, um, the tabs. I like the colors and I like the prints that she used and the paper is really nice and solid. So yeah, nice stuff, nice stuff. Hey, so I'll be okay. using that as well. Gretchen, I'm so happy you just said that you're an affiliate for her. I use her rings for my um, my meal planners that I provide for my clients. Really? Yeah, um, I, oh, I love her rings. They're so awesome. Ooh. Yeah, she's and she's bigger than Happy Planner when it comes to ring size. She, her largest one is a full two inch. Those are the ones and, I use. The two okay. Nice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, thanks for sharing, Gretchen. What about you, Rachel? What do you got going on over there? Yeah, so um, I'm a happy planner girl, um, but I um, I feel like I'm trying to determine what I want to use next year. So like I was saying, I'm a calendar year planner, so... Um, you know, with the fall releases, I'm kind of keeping my eyes open. Um, I really, I like the style of a happy planner with um, being able to take the pages out with the, with the discs, but also it's the way I like to describe happy planner to my friends that don't do planning and know nothing about this. I say that it's like a ring planner and a coil planner had a baby. And because yeah. yeah. um, I like the ability that you can still you know, fold over your um, happy planner because of the way the the discs are bound. It gives you that, you know, the same freedom as coil, but then it gives you the freedom of having rings where you can take your pages out. And, and so I really like that style and that system works really well for me. So um, I want to continue to use something like that. I'm just not sure if I'm going to um, stick with a happy planner product or I kind of want to branch out and try something else. Um, so yeah, I'm also really open to learning what other people are using because there are so many different planning systems out there. And I think that's also the really great thing is kind of finding just what fits best for you and your planning style. Um, like, you know, Gretchen, you're mentioning passion planner and I used um, one of those before and I love the paper. The paper's amazing. So that's like another thing that's top of the list for me as the paper quality of what I'm using. Um, but I just found that the like the book bound type planner um, is just kind of too constrictive for me. Um, even when they open and lay flat, um, you know, I like that, but I just, I need more like freedom and flexibility, um, yeah. you know, especially like for writing and things like that. So um, I have, um, one planner that I use for just my daily planner for organizing life and to do's and work and everything. And then, um, I have a different planner that I use for memory planning. So sometimes I kind of mix up if I use happy planner for one and a different system for the other. So I'm kind of trying to explore options for next year. Nice. I love that. You know, I'm not opposed to like 
switching my planner up multiple times throughout the year. That's why like when a lot of people say, and this might be like an unpopular opinion, but when a lot of people say I'm choosing my planner for the year, I'm like, oh my God, the commitment, the commitment there throws me, but I get it. Like I envy those people because I'm like, I really want to be able to do that. But I know for me, I'm like, okay, three months out, I'm like, let me try this. And then three months out, but it's always the same couple of things. Like it's never like totally off the wall, but it's always like a couple of things because I get kind of bored. So I don't know. <laughs> Unpopular opinion here for me. I would um, like planner would come out with a ring bound style. I mean, it's like, uh, except for having to just print their stuff off separately and get it cut. That's yeah. Cause I really, I really do like, and I know what you mean. I'm, it feels claustrophobic sometimes just thinking about going back to it, but that cover was calling me. So yeah, yeah, that's why I would Franken plan a lot too back in the day. Um, but yeah, I love all of this. Thank you guys so much um, for sharing everything, being vulnerable, you know, giving your opinions. I know it can be difficult, but I appreciate you guys being here. Um, any last thoughts before we sign off of this awesome panel discussion? <laughs> Nope, I didn't think so. <laughs> it's like <we're> just, <laughs> just thank you very much for organizing this, Vienna, and for sure. having us, and um, you know, giving us all the opportunity to join you on your podcast. Thank you. That's yes, um, exciting. Thank you. Of course, it was my pleasure, you guys. So keep in touch, and um, thank you guys again. I will talk to you guys soon. <laughs> okay. So have a good day. Thank you.